Well, hello and God bless you. Welcome to BlendCouragesYou.com, where we are here with the word of the Lord to help keep you encouraged to stay on the wall for the Lord. My name is Blend, and I certainly do count it an honor and a privilege from our Lord and Savior Jesus Christ to be here with all of you on this episode number 158 of our podcast. Well, BCU family, we have been on the singles chalkboard for quite some time, and it is time for our series wrap up. So please go ahead and get your Bibles, your notebooks, something to write with, a snack, and settle on in. Blend Encourages You is coming to you with our wrap-up on silly women. That's what's coming up next. All right, BCU family, we are going to get into our podcast content momentarily. Right now, I would like to establish protocol. So if you are a longtime listener, thank you so very much for being here. We certainly do appreciate you. And if you happen to be a first time listener, you know what? Thank you so much. We certainly appreciate you being here as well. And I'm going to ask you to consider right now making our relationship permanent. So wherever you are listening from, if you're on the blendcouragesyou.com site, if you're on Stitcher Radio, Google Play, on iTunes, or now known as Apple Podcasts, or on SoundCloud, wherever you are listening from, do me a favor and go ahead and hit the subscribe button. That's all you have to do, and that gets you in as an official part of the BCU family. Welcome. Hey there, BCU family. Blend from BlendCouragesYou.com here with another podcast on the go. And as you heard in the introduction, we are wrapping up our series on silly women. So I'd like to just give a synopsis overview and just some final comments on what it was we've been studying over the past few weeks. If you are just joining us for this podcast, uh, we've been talking about 2 Timothy chapter 3 and we have looked at verses 1 through 7, 1 through 7, and uh, we just have a couple more verses, 8 and 9, that we are going to go over, but as per usual, I'd like to talk through what it is that the Lord has brought us uh, through, what he has taught us. If you'd like some more in-depth information on the first seven verses, please go back to the previous podcasts and check them out. I am sure you're going to be blessed and enlightened as only the Lord can do. So let's go to our scripture text once again, 2 Timothy chapter 3, verses 1 through 7, and then we'll add in verses 8 and 9. Now, Timothy was told by Paul to know that in the last days that dangerous times would come. So perilous or dangerous times. And certainly we are here now. Now, verse number two starts off that men will be or shall be. And men typically, BCU family means mankind. So these characteristics can be men or women. It can be men or women. That's not gender specific. What we're looking at here is men in particular, because when we go down further into the text, it talks about women. 
All right, so we're talking about men and what we as singles and even some of us as married women need to be careful of. All right, men shall be lovers of their own selves. So they don't care about anyone. They don't care about what happens to you or what detriment will come because you do something. They love themselves. All right, they'll be covetous, which means that they are going to want what others have. So this is what I'm saying, married women, be careful, be careful. Boasters, proud, blasphemers, just speaking openly against God, disobedient to parents. So especially my young women that are under the sound of my voice, if you have someone that is disobedient to uh, his parents, he's going to want you to be disobedient to your parents. So um, while I understand that young love or like, or in a lot of cases, lust (laughs) will have you to do certain things, that disobedience, that open disobedience, the disrespect, the asking you to be disrespectful to your parents is a sign that someone is not for you. Let's keep going unthankful and unholy when you don't have anything to be grateful for and you don't have one bit of holiness in you whatsoever these are not people that you want to be associated with without natural affection there should be some affection that the lord puts in us for other people so this goes hand in hand with being lovers of yourselves because if if you only love yourself you don't have love or affection caring or compassion for anyone else that's natural the lord puts that in us and when that's gone that means the enemy has gotten in and has a grip on that person's heart and mind and they will not care about anyone else truce breakers if you've got someone that's that's always breaking promises that says they're going to stop or they're going to do better or they're going to stop doing this that and the third and fourth thing and they continue not to do it they continue to cheat they continue to lie and break your heart or whatever it is they are truce breakers and again someone that we shouldn't continue to be in our hearts and in our space all right false accusers incontinent meaning there is no self-control whatsoever when we think of incontinence we think of someone maybe that has a problem with uh, holding their bladder or any other bodily functions and that is that is the truth this is also this this adjective also applies to people who don't have any hold over their hearts and minds and they're unbridled and there is nothing that you can say or do to them to change their minds when it comes to something that they want to have fierce meaning difficult to deal with and they do not like do-gooders they will the, the person that does good that's eyeing you or in the corner kind of looking at you uh the nice guy the guy that you know pulls out the chair for you and that maybe would open the door for you see those these types of men do not like those do-gooders uh what it is is that the do-gooders show them up they call them punks and soft and weak and things like that uh where and in all honesty they just want to do well they want to do good all right traders you all know what a traitor is. We'll tell your deepest, darkest secrets, things that you shared with this person, things that you trusted them with. They will tell other people or use them against you uh, when there's an argument or something like that. Heady, high-minded, which is a form of pride, lovers of pleasures more than lovers of God. 
All right. So those are all the traits. And then there's there's more in verse number five, having a form of godliness. They've got some sort of godliness. They know how to say praise the Lord. They know how to say hallelujah. They know how to raise their hand. They know how to say, well, the Lord is working on me. The Lord is helping me to get myself together. Sure, I'll come to church with you. Um, yes, I will you know, attend a Bible study with you. So they've got a form of godliness, but denying the power thereof. There's no power there because if you are any one of these things that I read in the first three scriptures, or I'm sorry, the first three verses, any of those things, there's no power. They're denying the power thereof because when Jesus comes in down on the inside, no, we are not perfect, but we are certainly not practicing the things that we see here. So they deny the power thereof. So that form of godliness will keep you fooled, will keep you thinking that this person is trying to get themselves together when in essence they are not. And the scripture lets us to know when you notice these things, verse number five says from such turn away. So all of those things, BCU family, that were read in your hearing. And again, go back and read the scriptures for yourselves. And also uh, listen to the podcast for more information. These are the people the scriptures warn us about and say to turn away from them. And because what will happen in verse number six says that they creep, they sneak, they slither. They work their way in like a little inchworm. You know, an inchworm, if you all have ever seen one, it's a little bitty thing, obviously, and it just moves in little increments. <laughs> it moves in increments. It's not going to come in and overshadow. It's going to come in in a subtle format. So they creep into houses and lead captive. They, t- they lead you into bondage. They lead you into, into areas where you know better, where you have not gone before, or where you said, I'm not going back there again, and you're back there, captive, silly, unlearned, not thinking, unwise, women, laden with sins. Laden means burdened down with sins. And led away with divers or diverse different lusts. Now think about it. In these, when you think about these characteristics that are listed here, BCU family, again, truce breakers and incontinent and, and covetous, think about it. All kinds of lusts come out of dealing with people like this. Because I can tell you of a truth that if you are keeping company with someone who's full of pride, or someone who's a boaster, or someone who's a traitor, you will start to take on those characteristics, okay? And traitors uh, will will tell or tailbear things about people, all right? That's a lust of the flesh, because the lust of the flesh likes to gossip. You all follow me there? If you are dealing with someone who's proud or a boaster, again, that's the pride of life. 1 John chapter 2, verse 16 and 17 says that all that's in the world is the lust of the eye, the lust of the flesh, and the pride of life. So when you're proud and boastful, you'll talk about how wonderful you are and what a great person you are and how 
excellent, you do certain things and all of those types of things. If that person that you're dealing with is doing those things, you're going to take on those characteristics. Um, I can think about a time uh, when I, uh, way a long time ago, BCU family, uh, when I was uh, speaking with someone or really actually, to be honest with you, uh, spending a lot more time than I should have been with someone who was a little bit more on the covetous side of the house. Uh, very, you know, materialistic and wanting things and and things like that. And it was not too long after spending some time with these people. Um, and these this was actually a group of people or a couple of people, I should say, where I started to, to think about, well, maybe I should be that way. And I started to take on those characteristics myself. I had to be very careful. Or actually what I should say, I wasn't careful. And I thank God for pulling me out of that and letting me know that these were not people that I wanted to continue to hang around or to take on that spirit because that's what these are. This is a spirit, BCU family, uh, that comes with these characteristics and to take that on would uh, definitely ruin me and would have ruined my life had I continued. So I thank God for that and know for a fact that uh, whatever you hang around, uh, you are going to pick up on. So this is why we want to be around people that have godly characteristics. Amen. And again, I can hear you all saying, well, yes, blend, but no one is perfect. And that's, again, not what we're talking about. We are striving for protect for perfection. Perfection means maturity. And when you become maturer in Christ, as you mature in Christ, uh, there are certain things that we are not going to do and not going to practice or to be a part of. So we don't want that to be an excuse. Amen. Uh, we want to be sure that we're practicing godly characteristics, holy characteristics, because without holiness, no man will see the Lord. The scriptures let us to know that. All right, let's get to verse number seven. So let me just go back to six because I, I went off on my, <laughs> on a little bit more information. So again, with all 21, I believe, of these characteristics, again, uh, the scriptures let us to know that for of this sort are they which creep into houses. So all of those, those characteristics, people who house those characteristics, who have that spirit, they creep into houses and lead captive silly women laden with sins, led away with divers lusts. Verse number seven goes on to say, ever learning and never able, my God, to come to the knowledge of truth. And the truth of the matter is, you're always learning. Someone's always telling you something. Someone's always teaching you something or telling you something. And you never accept that knowledge in your hearts that this person is not the one for you. And let me tell you something. Once you are held captive by something or someone and... And you're there long enough. If you de keep denying, if you will, the knowledge that someone's trying to, to give to you, if you keep sidestepping what it is that the person is trying to articulate to you as far as getting out of bondage or captivity, you'll always hear what to do. And you may even go so far as to agree. Okay? You'll agree. Well, yep, that's true. You're right. And you, you won't come to that knowledge of the truth and you'll stay in bondage. And that's what the enemy wants. He wants you to stay in bondage. 
and continuing to keep company and to uh, marry, if you will, or, or live with or whatever, or have a relationship in any capacity with someone who embodies these characteristics will keep you in bondage mentally and that can affect you physically. It certainly will affect you spiritually, financially, and emotionally. And when we are affected negatively in any of those areas, BCU family, what tends to happen to us is that we, it's, it's like taking a poison that will eventually take you out of here. Let's just, let's just be straight about that thing because your emotions are wrecked. You know, you're with someone that has a form of godliness that loves pleasures more than God. You know, the way that they're speaking to you because they're proud and proud people can't, they, they don't want to admit when they're wrong. It's always you. They're always the victim. Amen. The truth breakers will mess with your emotions, mess with your mental health. They will mess with you because they will go out and cheat on you because they're proud. They're boasters. They're covetous. They want things that or want other people or things that they shouldn't have and cheat on you and promise not to do it again. Only to go back out and do it again and wreck your life. Amen. Wreck your mind. Uh, this can can manifest physically the the effects of dealing with someone that's a truth breaker or a despiser of those that are good because you may take in more medication. You may have more anxiety. Uh, some of us undereat, overeat. Uh, the stress on our bodies and minds can uh, take form in sicknesses, all kinds of illnesses, aches, pains, all of those things, BCU family. So really, is it worth it? And then, and then for all of these things to happen to be hopped up on all sorts of meds or perhaps if you're not on meds, maybe you're self-medicating for something to happen to you, for you to leave out of here, for you to leave out of here. And if you didn't get things right with the Lord to go to eternal damnation, like what was the point? What is the point of living this life miserably and without Christ to have this person to wreck your life only to be separated from Christ for eternity. I tell you, BCU family, it is not worth it. Do you hear what I'm saying to you? And never mind me what the Lord is saying. Uh, it is, it's not worth it. So what we need to do is turn away. Turn away. Ask the Lord to help you to turn away in the name of Jesus, and he will make that way of escape. He absolutely will do that. Ask me how I know, because he has done it for me. All right, verses 8 and 9 in that same text. Now, as Janus and Jambres withstood Moses, so do these resist the truth. Men of corrupt minds and reprobate concerning the faith. But they shall proceed no further, for their folly shall be manifest unto all men as theirs also was. So what that scripture is saying that, you know, with these, these particular men who are out here embodying these characteristics, who are walking around with these spirits that tend to that want to take women down, they shall proceed no further as we are exposing. My God, I thank you, Jesus, as we are exposing uh, the enemy, as we are pulling the covers off with the help of the Lord. It is our job. 
It is our job as saints of God, as women of God, as men of God. Men, if you know, if you can spread this word around for the men that are listening, to let women know what to stay away from, who to stay away from. They may tickle our flesh. They may look good to us. They may be pleasing to the eye. They may say the right things, but if you start to notice what you see listed here in 2 Timothy chapter 3, we have got to get away. So it's good for us women uh, to be sure to ask the Lord, you know, speak to the Lord about your relationships, speak to the Lord about who you potentially want to have in your life. And I understand, you know, for some, you may be getting older and thinking, well, when is this going to happen? And someone is better than no one. And I'm here to tell you that no one is better than having any of this in your life to wreck it permanently and irreparably. There are some things, BCU family, that we cannot come back from and we do not want to take that chance. Let's wait on the Lord. Let's ask him to sustain us, to keep us, to cover us, to bless us, to send us uh, whomever he has for us and to keep us until uh, he does, to keep us and to keep our minds so that we don't get into a situation that we are eternally sorry that we got into. Amen. 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 So that is our wrap up. Just wanted to come in and uh, talk through those verses really quickly. I've got to tell you, BCU family, uh, this was not a subject that was comfortable for me. Uh, no one wants to admit that they are silly or have been silly. I know that in looking at this initially, it can feel like a put down of women if not viewed in the proper way. But truth be told, when we look at the news or around the lives of our family and friends, and even if we think about ourselves, Many women have been held captive and probably still are held captive that we know. And I'm here to tell you that women can be set free in the name of Jesus. It's not too late. It's not too late. As long as there is life, there is hope. And there, if you have a repentant heart to say, Lord, I've gotten into a situation that I've got no business in getting into and I need to get out of it. The Lord will make the way of escape for you. Take that and do not look back. And BCU family, if you need to be prayed or encouraged through getting out of captivity, please send an email to blend at blendcouragesyou.com. You can also go to any of the Blend Encourages You social media accounts, Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram. Send me a private message and with God's grace, we will do what we can to be of assistance. So my time is winding down. Thank you all so much for listening. This is Blend from blendcouragesyou.com speaking. And Lord will, until the next time we're together, may our God bless you keep you, make his face to shine upon you, and give you peace as you stay on the wall.